I like my mouth spring is on fire. dogs and rusty screen doors. Sweet heat having their light on creaky floors. A good sunrise and fireflies and a job. They're good. <laughs> they're good. Meat stick. Meat stick. Time for a banjo ringing through the pine. Chocolate habanero. They're not. Uh, they're not chocolate like cover. They're just. A, that's a name yeah. for a brown. Mm-hmm. This dude on Instagram, I don't even know his name or anything, but he just eats this crazy hot stuff. Ten of them in a row like it was nothing. He did, uh, have you seen that one chip challenge that yeah. been going around? I'm not that guy. No. no. I, can ha- I can handle some pretty good heat, but I'm not ten chocolate habaneros. Guys. I just don't. What do you do the next day? Just I think put a snow a, cone I, in the bathroom with I, you? I, or I what? think you're, he's trying to cure hemorrhoids from the inside out. Trying to cauterize them from the <laughs> inside out? Holy cow. <laughs> Put too much Tabasco on a pile of eggs and it hurts the next day. I don't know how you eat 10 habaneros. That's a little too much information. Clint's eating the new rounds. Uncured hard salami and Colby Jack. Jack Link's Linkwich. Yeah, those are awesome. Not that we couldn't bring this episode to you by Jack Link's, but we're actually bringing it to you by Six Hour. I don't know why you guys are talking about so much beef jerky when we'd be talking about guns. My mouth was on fire. Oh, yeah, that's I right. I was drinking. That's how we started that. Your mouth's on fire. Clint's starving to death. Now's, get, the, now's get, the time to shoot. I was going to say, now's <laughs> a good time to shoot guns. We, here, in, uh, here in Nevada, we got about a foot of snow, maybe more in some areas. Down in the town. Shoot, I think that that last storm that hit, what, was Monday? Yeah. Uh, I heard eight feet up top. I heard that too. One of the one of the places it was their most recorded snow in twenty four hours. It was seven and a half feet. Yeah, something crazy. I mean, uh, could you imagine that too? And that was a wet, wet snow. Wet, so it's uh, like, well, it rained I just can't like for the day before. Snow. Yeah. As far as our water uh, capture and whatever, I mean, it rained hard for hours and high too. Yeah, and then that turned to snow and big, heavy, wet snowflakes that just. For another 10 or 12 hours straight. Broke a lot of trees. Oh, my God. They're all over my neighborhood. They're broken. Yeah. And I have one uh, I have one tree in my backyard that died. And I thought, man, that thing's going to fall over. And it made it somehow. I got to cut it down this year. But uh, shooting guns and apparently fireworks. Because even when did we get that storm the night before New Year's Eve? Yeah. That People in my neighborhood shoot so many fireworks. No, that was New Year's Eve. So I guess the, the day after New Year's Eve, they were all shooting fireworks, I assume, because that's the safest time to <laughs> illegally shoot fireworks off is when the ground's all covered in snow. You can't light anything on fire. So many fireworks going yeah, off in my neighborhood. my neighborhood, too. I got in, in addition to, it was fireworks, and then all of a sudden there would be this blue. <laughs> I, that was a really cool night. I don't know if you guys were outside fairly late. I went out and... Uh, got the uh got the snow off the top of my travel trailer which i'm really glad i did that so i'm up on top there and it just it had it was still snowing but barely so it was kind of that post snow it was just it was bright it was a full moon almost a full moon so it was just bright with all that snow and all the clouds it i mean it almost felt like it was middle of the day it was so bright outside and calm mm-hmm. like when it stopped snowing it was just so calm and you'd hear fireworks all over town going off and then this blue light would would I mean it was like a it's like a comet going through the sky. It'd start on your left and zoom across, and then kaboom! You know the transformer would pop, and it happened half a dozen times while oh, I was really? out there on top of that roof. So I'd hear fireworks, and then that blue streak, 
kaboom <laughs> it was it was pretty cool really that the, was the snow was so heavy it was snapping those snapping lines snapping trees and trees falling in the lines yeah. You but had a tree, your, your uh, my mom's, mom's house, property tree had a tree fell. fall. I was going to say, and we cut it up into some stumps so we could use some of those stumps to shoot. <laughs> yeah, it was <laughs> a little, bring some of that little firewood backdrop. for next broke, year. Broke the fence. Got to replace the fence in, some sec- in this couple sections. But cut that up. But the funny thing is, the tree, when it fell through the fence off the property, there's a easement through my mom's property for other properties behind her. And... It fell right in that road, so yeah. people couldn't get by or out of the neighborhood. So some people had to come through my mom's property. Clint was there, like directing people through to drive around it, to drive around oh it, and God. stuff. I graciously let them. There was, a, you know, they're kind of like a top and bottom gate, so they could get around the tree through the gate. And then one one girl cut the. <laughs> I think he said a lady drove cut the corner a little too fast on the field and went into the ditch instead of through and got stuck in the little oh, ditch for a second <laughs> which if you haven't seen these things so her husband went through first they live in a property back behind there so they were going home and he passed through then she was coming behind him in a uh whatever the nissan suv is a lot whatever that is you know so Probably all wheel drive, but not four wheel drive. No, but you're talking just, the the little SUV, the box uh, Xterra. I don't even. Know. I don't think it was an Xterra because that thing would. That's got four wheel drive. It was yeah. a non four wheel drive vehicle, just all wheel drive, back right tire, so everything's slipping. Is an all wheel drive four wheel drive? No. All wheel yes. drive, just all wheel drive. My my Ford Taurus is an all wheel drive <laughs> vehicle. Anyway, which ahead. they're pretty good in the snow, but when you get one tire one tire down in the ditch, the front front left wheel is a little bit off of the ground, so it's just spinning on top of the snow ice by that time, and she couldn't move. Well, he he comes back, and I thought he was getting chains out of her trunk. Well, he gets these uh felt things. Have you ever seen them? Uh uh-uh. They're I think they call them snow snow socks. And he's a truck driver, so he's like, "Oh yeah, these are these are a must. They're like a hundred bucks." So you kind of put them on like like you would chains, but you just you slip. They're a little elastic on the outside. You slip them over the tire. You pull forward a quarter of an inch, and you know, tuck it underneath the the under part of the wheel that just came up, and throop, right up out of there. And they're just they're like a felt material. There's yeah. nothing to them. Really? I'm looking I was, at him right I was now. amazed. He said it's like the best purchase you can make for snow. K&K Automotive. I think snow, snow socks. Uh, snow, what did I say? Snow socks for snow tires. Socks. Pro Series oh, wow. for ultimate grip. Snow chain ulterior traction device. For- I mean, compared to having to get heavy ass chains out that are cold and the miserable while it's snowing on you. Interesting. I mean, I would imagine you'd replace your chains with those. They Two times cool. thicker, four times stronger, reusable for years. Hmm. I've never heard of him before. Never That's cool. First time when he pulled him out, I'm like, and he was putting them on. I'm like, okay, this is stupid. He's putting felt over the top of front tires, just front tires too. Man, uh, we'll be, I'll be, ended up, you know, pulling him out of there. Didn't even slip nothing, just right up out of there. Now oh. she wasn't majorly stuck, right? But still, but most of the time she you was put on chains the, on, you're not majorly stuck. She's either. basically on top of a sheet of ice because some people had passed through, so she had one one in the ditch, but the other three, but they were just on ice and they were just spinning and. Pulled right up out of there. Can cool. you drive on him? I know you, you're not an expert in the snow sock, but did it? He drove it up to the end of the property there, so they just stayed on. And huh. you know, I imagine just that's that'll wear just them to down. Get you. you know, ruin them faster the more you drive on them. But 
Yeah, pretty slick. So the next morning I is. got there, chainsaw, cut it all up. Yeah, did you save the rounds and stuff for firewood uh, for next oh, year? Yeah. Um, and then we got to cut the rest of the tree down because now it's all like one sided, you know, leaning this way. It's a not a very good tree anyway, but uh it was a live tree though before oh, this yeah. year oh yeah yeah live old tree it's an yeah. old tree yeah it's yeah. weird how i saw trees that shouldn't be dead you know or falling over fall over heavy snow i think those are the ones because they just they can hold that much more snow on their limbs and they're not you know they can the yeah. small trees yeah it came right know, off their limbs are so skinny they're just not going to hold that much weight on them whereas that thing big old limbs on it could hold a lot of weight it snapped right down the middle of the trunk wow Got done. Got done with uh, cutting it up, pulling like like literally pulled the last trunk piece of the bottom tree in, and uh, <laughs> two cars start coming. I'm like, oh yeah, now you come. No help. Yeah, exactly. Me and Clint were out here oh, for yeah, the, two the, hours. The guy that I was just telling you about said, I told him we'll be getting the tree out of there tomorrow. And oh, let me know. I got a chainsaw. I cut all the trees off this property up here and stuff. I'll come down and help help you. I'll come check on it and stuff. Never showed up. No, never showed up. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah, when you sent me that picture, I didn't know if that was, I didn't realize it was your property. I thought you were just blocked from getting to your property, but you were the one doing the blocking, technically. Yeah. No, that's the easement, yeah. Yeah, there's a, man, there's several trees down at Washoe Golf Course, several in my neighborhood. Uh, there was a street closed forever because one fell and hit a, uh, power line it was laying down so it was laying in the road Waylon over here got a little scratch in his ear um yeah so after i left did the trees i had to get in the call from the airport which <laughs> she got canceled like everybody else mm. um but from my mom's to the freeway on long sparse boulevard all the trees along the that ditch and along the concrete structure the back fence of those property on the right hand side of the road basically every tree had something broke on it wow Speaking of canceled, yeah. I should have been in Mexico and not had to deal with all this mess, but I got canceled like the rest of the world. Yeah, I want to hear the story. Uh, when were you, you supposed were, to leave? Yeah, you were leaving. You left. We're <laughs> Christ, going to leave Christmas Day. Supposed Day. to leave Christmas Day. And I personally, I mean, I go on some trips and stuff, but I haven't been on vacation either. Like, you know, this is a vacation, right? Mexico, we were going to Cabo. Uh in at least five to seven years, uh, Jilly's dad has not gone on vacation the entire time I've known him, which is 10 years plus. So they commit to closing their restaurants and taking a family vacation. The, the whole family was going to Cabo. We were leaving Christmas Day. So this is what's funny. We made no plans for Christmas, right? We We kind of all amongst ourselves said no no gifts for anyone we usually do like a gift exchange with yeah. the family but we're going to mexico yeah so everyone kind of said hey the, the christmas is mexico right you buy your flights jp bought everybody's hotel rooms you know when you get there obviously you're spending some money they were all inclusive but you're gonna go out you're gonna do other things and anyway so no one's no gifts no plans no nothing so yeah i go to dinner at my parents house christmas eve and uh we got to be up at 4.30. We had the 6.30 flight from Reno to Phoenix, Phoenix to Cabo. And at midnight, this is the funniest thing. I booked all the flights on my credit card and all that stuff. And Jilly gets a text message at midnight. I never got a text message or anything that our flights are canceled. 
And this is the day before all the shit happened with Southwest. Excuse my language. But they knew. They knew it was coming. So I'm on the phone from midnight till 2 in the morning. No one ever picks up the phone. There's no other flights to book. We have $16,000 in resort cost. And we're basically hung out to dry. No, there's no other airline. You could, there were four flight. There was, there were four flights that we could have possibly taken. All of them were over 26 hours of travel. So you basically lose a day. You lose a whole day. And then the first Southwest flight they said we could get was on Thursday, which we were coming home Saturday. So there was no way we we're doing that. So basically we're out. I, I'm on hold from midnight till two in the morning. Finally, just it's over. We're, we're just not going go to bed. I get up the next day and I call again. I'm on hold for another two hours with nobody ever answering. So now we've officially given up. But no, we have no Christmas dinner plans, no nothing, no no presents, no <laughs> nothing. So we went to dinner at the Roxy at the El Dorado uh, on for Christmas because I had already gone with my parents and my parents had already made plans. Because you my, guys are going to be gone. Yeah, because everybody's supposed to be gone. <laughs> yeah. I already dropped my dog off at my parents' house. They had my dog. You know, we were, we, yeah. So, and everything wow. goes to hell. And, uh, yeah, so we ended up having to cancel the whole trip. How many days, knowing JP, how many days did he keep the restaurant closed? He had to do the whole time because he gave his cooks all the time off, too. Oh, they left. So he, he did kind of get a vacation, but just he got a vacation Like at a home. lame vacation, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we, went to, we went to Wally's Hot Spring one day, which is cool if you guys have never yeah, done that. Yeah, it's a cool place. Uh, went and sat in the hot tubs when it was you know, cold and kind of snowy and rainy. And uh, yeah, other than that, we didn't do anything, dude. And yeah, so he was, but yeah, he had to be closed the whole time. I didn't even think about that. Yeah, because uh, everybody else was it like, gave, "Yeah, we're going to go on vacation." Yeah. And his uh, one of his guys flew to Mexico, but flew on a different airline, so he made it out. Um, it's funny though. Had we have made it, and something would have happened or whatever, but uh, we probably still wouldn't be home right now. Last I know, yesterday the flight home was still canceled. We would have been stuck in San Diego. I think the flight from Cabo made it out, made it to San Diego, then started because uh, Julie's sister was still getting notifications about the flight, even though we never made it. Uh, and it was still, sorry for the delay. Now it's 10 o'clock. Oh, this is canceled now. So we would have either had to driven home from San Diego or would have still been sitting in a hotel down there, I guess. Wow. So I guess everything happens for a reason. And I don't, who knows? Maybe we would have had a terrible trip, but it was, it was kind of heartbreaking. That's brutal. You put in, you know, the amount of work to get, dude, there was nine of us going, I believe. The amount of work to get flights and rooms and, you know, transportation. Oh. And we already had dinner reservations at places we were, you know, we were talking, to, we were going to go deep sea fishing. We were already talking to the boat captains, you know, we were going to play golf, all that stuff, all that planning down the drain. And that's, and, it, and I'm thinking, since COVID 2020, expand on your travel woes. What's oh, yeah, happened that, to you in the so, last three years? So, so JP cannot, he can't travel anymore. <laughs> so he had March of 2020, we had a, a crazy Airbnb, like a, it was like $8,000 for a week. It was a big old house, pool, hot tub, game room, basketball courts, you know, the whole nine yards in Phoenix. And we were going to go down there and play golf and go to, uh, it was actually, 
I had tickets for opening day of the Diamondbacks. You know, we were going to do a vacation like that. And then COVID hit, had to cancel all that. Uh, that t- same time I lost a, I was supposed to go to Europe for the first time in my life. Uh, was all my, me and all my friends, 40th birthdays that year, we were all going to Scotland that all got canceled. So I got, I'll say this, the, uh, the CEO of Southwest came out cause I bought those cheap airline tickets to Mexico, the Southwest, the, the want to getaways, they, they which normally get are not refundable, not transferable or anything like that. And it was for, I personally had $4,000 in, uh, flights on my credit card. And he came out on Twitter, wherever it was, and said they're reimbursing or given credit, unlimited or not unlimited, uh, non-expiring credit. And I, I sent in, uh, they had a form, your confirmation number, first name, last name. I sent it, said I want my money back on my original credit card. I don't want flight credit. And like three or four days later, I got an email back that said, sorry, all this happened, 100% refund back to your credit card. So. That stand up. I mean, it sucks. <laughs> they compared got it. To, compared to the B, the Airbnb. Oh my god! The, yeah, the Airbnb in Phoenix. The dude. I wish I could remember the exact. It was almost ten thousand dollars for this Airbnb for a week, which is nuts, dude. I mean, crazy. It, it was a big house and all that, but it was a lot of money. You you don't get anything, right? You like you, this is a place to stay, and that's it. It's not like they were catering or anything. So it's $10,000. It was like $9,600 just to stay at this place for the week. And COVID starts happening. And I remember we were at Sam's club and you, you know, you were seeing stuff on the news about people buying up all the toilet paper and stuff like that. And it was kind of like, I remember thinking, Hey, we'll just go to, we'll go to Phoenix. I mean, you know, if everything's going to go to hell in a handbasket, who cares? We'll be in Phoenix. It'll be warm. We'll, and we went to Sam's club just to go shopping and there was no meat left in any of the, in the things. And JP was like, what happens if we get to Phoenix and there's no, you know, there's no food, there's no, you know, whatever. Like, what are we going to do? Yeah. He's like, we, we have to cancel this trip. And we were driving to Phoenix. So, because I believe they canceled flights for a bit. I know they canceled international travel is why I lost my Scotland thing, but I think they grounded planes in general for a while. Right. So that seems like a long time. It seems like a long time ago, but uh, we were driving. uh, So anyway, I call the Airbnb guy and I said, look, given what's going on in the world right now, we have to cancel this trip. I said, we just, we just, you know, we went to Sam's club. There was no food in the store. Like we don't want to get down to Phoenix with our whole family and not be able to go buy, you know, steaks to barbecue to eat for dinner at night. And the guy basically told me tough shit. You're, you're with, you're not within the cancellation policy, you know, whatever. And I'm like, okay, there, there's a, there's a pretty much an imminent, you know, global pandemic about to happen they're already starting to like shut things down. And, you know, I knew like the baseball was already canceled at that time. Like, dude, everything is falling apart right now. We'll and JP said, tell him we'll just move it to next May or March or whatever it was March. And he can keep the money and just give us a week next March when all this is over. Right. Cause we didn't know what was going to happen with COVID. Dude was like, Nope, you, you guys, 
your SOL, you're not within the cancellation policy. So he was going to keep our $10,000 and not have a guest during, you know, this pandemic. And I got the, the, so the baseball tickets I had already bought was like 400 bucks. Uh, they got refunded. We had a rental car that I think no matter what was refunded anyway. But so this, just the, the guy, the $10,000 and it was like, we kind of got to the point where it was like, screw it. We're just, you're out, you're out 10 grand. What are you, what are you going to do? You know? And I had written, you know, emails to Airbnb and, and they basically were like, Hey, we're encouraging all of our hosts to cancel and refund. But at the end of the day, we can't make them. They said, we'll, we'll, we'll refund our fees. So they get 10%, right? So we would have got a thousand bucks or something. They said, but we cannot make this dude refund his money. So we went to the credit card company is how we actually ultimately got it done. And we filed a thing that said, Hey, no goods or service exchanged hands. We're in a, we're in a pandemic. You know, what were we supposed to do? We wanted to go on this trip. We can't go on this trip and we never stayed there. And now, and then everything even like had unraveled even further where it was like, dude, you, you can't even travel right now. Like, not to mention, you know, like, how do you know this guy's cleaning? Like, if all the restaurants are closed in the world, you're going to go sleep in somebody's house that you don't know? Like, how do you know <laughs> they cleaned it? Pro- and they, so then the dude, this is the best part, is he knew it was coming. Because, you know, the credit card company sends you a letter first that says, hey, this this has They're been filed. Tri- yep. So he called me, and he's like, hey, uh, uh, I've had, me, we've had a change of heart, and we'll go ahead and we'll we'll grant you that stay you know, next month. And next I was year, like, next year. nah, dude, we, we already, we already got that. Which thing he would have tried to weasel out of that one oh, too. But, when but it came, you know, we try to be cool with them and be like, Hey, yeah. We, yeah. we, we know you got screwed a little bit, right? You, you could have, re- but you couldn't have rented it out hindsight 2020, but in the time of the, you know, heat of the moment, it's like, Hey, we know you're getting kind of screwed. We'll, we'll, we'll keep the money for a whole year. You invest the $10,000 in your savings account and you'll make some money. And give us a week next March, you know, whatever. And he was a dick every, about it. Every part of it was a really good business decision, and he made a really bad business yep. decision. And, yep. it, and then he got the whole thing shoved up as you know what, because like <laughs> I said, the credit card company went, hey, you guys stay there? Nope. Did, did, did they, you know, whatever. Did you give them time to, you know, cancel? Yep. We, you know, because at that time it was still like two or three weeks before we were going. You know, it wasn't the, it wasn't the 30 days he wanted, but it wasn't like we, we, quit the night before it was like dude here comes this pandemic where yeah, they're closing businesses and shit yeah. and i remember talking to you at the time like god it just seems like yeah exactly save you save a week for you guys next year easy i mean he he would have ended up got in looking at it now not at the time but he end, would have ended up getting insurance for it right that he would have been able to file that oh, yeah. under what the PPP what was that called back then the ppp yep. stuff he would have he would have gotten that money he would have had a customer the next year you know what's and you Crazy. know what? I know JP better than most people. We wouldn't have gone the next year because how screwed up the world was. Mm-hmm. So he he probably at that point would have just said, "Eh, whatever, dude, it's gone." Cost of doing business, you know. Wow. But yeah, the guy was a guy was a greedy. I, I saw a well, deal on the internet today, like a little quick story. He was a, a cigar aficionado, so he went into this high end uh, cigar place and he's buying like seven boxes of cigars so i think i don't know if there's 20 in each one whatever it was 
and they happened to have a display one on the counter, I guess. So when they stacked them, when the guy stacked them up, he paid him for the seven and he got home. He's like, where'd this eighth box come from? You know, it's like, oh my God, he, he gave us these free cigars essentially that I didn't pay for. And they were really high end good cigars. So he went back in there sometime <laughs> later and said, uh, you guys a little short on your so-and-so Monte Cristo you know, cigars. He's like, yeah, I'm actually down a box. How'd you know? He said, well, I've got them in my house. I'm smoking them, you know? He's like, oh, well, you know, you didn't pay for them. He says, no, I'm not going to pay for them. So I'm smoking them, but or how did he put it? He said, I, I, they're at my house and I'm smoking them. He's like, oh, so you're not going to pay for them? He says, no, I'm going to, I'm going to pay for them. <laughs> I'm just, I, I'll, I'll keep them. I'll just pay you for them. So as a result of doing that, instead of just, he could have easily never yeah. said anything. He's like, right. Every he, I get the inside knowledge when they get the fresh ones in. And point of the story is pay it forward. You know he gets he gets treated like a king down there because he did the right thing. Imagine that guy. You would have referred all your friends to him. We probably would have know. stayed there several times. Oh yeah, yeah. He would have made a really good business decision. Yep. We go down there for spring training. Probably would have looked that place up. You know all that kind of stuff. So, <laughs> yep. He made a bad decision. Well, I hope that doesn't happen Friday. <laughs> yeah, because I'm leaving Friday. Where are you going? Oklahoma City. Coger, 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 Oklahoma. Going duck hunting. Duck and goose. Which in is the what? peanut fields. You go to Denver. Yeah, Denver and then Oklahoma City. I mean, there's not supposed to be a big, major, major countrywide storm this week, is there? Like there was last week. <laughs> Tomorrow at 10 a.m. here. Yeah, and then by the time Friday hits, it's going to be in Denver. So, who knows? Um, but yeah, I'll be hopefully. The flights don't get all messed up for me on Friday. <laughs> what if not, uh, we'll go coyote hunting. How long are you going for? Well, we go from there and then drive to Texas, and then I'll fly home from Dallas on the 15th or something. No SHOT Show this year? You think you'll uh, ever do SHOT Show again? There's not a lot of people. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of people, obviously, because it is SHOT Show, but the industry's changing. I don't because companies realize that they don't really need that when they couldn't go there with COVID. Right. They got shut down. They had to, you know, change business models or do this or do that. And they're like, well, I'm going to save a couple hundred thousand dollars of sending all my employees and building the. So the trade show booths are. (laughs) My dog's going crazy. Um, Get itchy back. Yeah. So they save that cost of all the. Trade show fees and the booth and all that, the rooms. Hopefully they spend more in their sponsorships. So we'll see. We'll see. We'll see that. Um, it's I might go. Not good for, yeah, it's not good for our fun factor. No. Um, but I'll be home in time. I get home and then shot shows that next weekend. Whatever, seven. You're thinking about going down? I don't know. I don't know. I, I know I'm going to go to NWTF and SCI at a back-to-back weekends in Nashville in February. You just stay the whole week? I'm deciding that right now. I don't, no reason to fly home for a week, fly back in four days. Right. <laughs> just bring a computer with some stuff to work on. R- work remotely, zoom in. No, I'll just stay there and write country songs. There you go. My other job. <laughs> Dr- yeah, go out and promote or uh, sell them other ones you got. Isn't uh-huh. that what you do down there? I think. Can you get a bar gig in this short amount of time? I can get Leith to have a bar gig. <laughs> I ain't doing a bar gig. You don't gig. want to get up there? Uh, I'd could, come down there and watch if you did. He'd be the only person. Nuh-uh. <laughs> be a whole bar full of us. Bar vision. 
No one even knows about my songs, bud. Whose problem is that? Who's, my, how do you get them out if, there? Does anybody know an agent? I know some people. But a talent agent? Song, a song, how to pitch songs to people. Is that, how does it work? Do you know? Like, what's the what's yeah, the I mean, there's, there's people that actually do what I'm talking about. You give them a song and they go pitch it and then they get a percentage. And it, they pitch it to, every, like, big country stars. Yeah, whoever, or you can, if you know somebody, you can pitch it directly to them. Um, but there's talent agencies that you can, you know, marketing, basically, companies that other the artists go to. You know, it's like a clearinghouse or holding house or whatever for songs. And then if they don't write their own songs, then they go out and to these houses and look for songs, demo songs. People pitch songs to them. Um, but a lot of people, the biggest artists now, won't even look at that stuff if they don't get writer credit on it. Because if you don't have writer credit on it, it you know, you don't get as much money. So what? So all the the i'm not going to say all the but it seems like a lot of the rappers now they kind of have their own like page even though they they might be a nobody now right isn't there like soundcloud or something like that could, can you go that route 100 like, percent, we could put it out on i mean Leith could put that song out tomorrow or two songs he out. could cut the, it and it's the, the one's cut ready to go it's radio ready oh so why not what what stop well, why wouldn't you do so that? it's a matter of you could 100%, but what is that going to do for you? No one's going to, it could get out there and somebody else could listen to it and go, oh, I could, I'll do that. But a lot of artists want songs that probably have never heard before, unless it's 30 years from now. You know, people right. are redoing songs from 30, 40 years ago, but one that's done two years ago or put out from an artist. So it actually I, I loses. I would think so, right? Because if, if 10,000 people heard it from, let's say, Leith and then, Eric Church does it, then yeah. I don't know if that hurts it or I don't know. Mm. I'm, I don't, I don't, I don't know how that works. But how does a kid like Corey that used to work for you? How does he? So he he grinds it out in the bar circuit, hoping that somebody sees him or yep. hears him and and signs him to a label. Yep. Or or hears one of his songs, and he he <clears throat> he can sell a song too. He can I sell guess. a song too because he's not he's when you're there in Nashville, you're part of. A group you you have to get paid in the music industry you have to be part you have to have a like the writers guild or whatever something. screen actors guild exactly. or whatever there's a you music have to one. be a part of that because if a producer or anybody cuts you a song it's not like they go clay belding here's a song and they send it to your address it has to go through that writers association Almost like what, an whatever it is. it's s cap there's a there's a couple of them um that you have to be a part of to get paid Hmm. They can't just write you a song off the, you know, back in the day, like <laughs> people did probably, but yeah, everything now is paid through these corporations because they all get a cut. And so Corey, he could, somebody could hear songs, but he's now a part of all that stuff. Cause he, you know, he has an EP out, he has songs out and now he's doing it. And yeah, you get discovered in a bar or somebody picks up one of your songs. So, so you're kind of doing it maybe not necessarily the harder ways, but you can't do it as self. No, I would, if like I, you can't, you, you're not jumping up on stage and playing a song for no. somebody and hope. So you've got to get a hold of an artist that wants to take exactly. one of your songs. But And at the same time, I would have to be 
I would have to get an account with one of those right. companies because his management company can't pay me directly. I mean, I'm sure there's always a way. Sure. <laughs> right. But to do Cash it legally, I've heard that you have to be a part of these groups to get paid from management company to producers, to man whatever it's called, you know? How um, do you become like a, who's the guy that we went coyote hunting with? Um, what, why can't I think of his name? Clint? That we went oh, coyote hunting with. Um, Blonde guy. Yep. Yeah. Uh, did I go? You were with Leith on the other side of the highway. Hood. Adam oh, Hood. Oh, Adam Hood. <laughs> so how, how do you become an Adam Hood where you're like a songwriter? You got to get someone to take a song first? You have 30 songs and you put an EP oh, so you together. Need to keep writing. Or, 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 as a singer-songwriter. Me, I can. What if you just want to be a songwriter? Songwriter, you go and you get hired by a company. Let's say you get hired by Warner Music or whatever company that manages, you know, artists. You can be a songwriter. You get signed and you have to, your contract. I've talked to uh, Ben about this a couple of times. You get hired for $60,000, $100,000, whatever. And they pay you to write. 12 songs a year, 18 songs a year, whatever your contract is. And if you write a song by yourself, that's one. If you co-wrote with somebody, that's half a song. If you go in on thirds, the five cent, that's 20%, you know, whatever it is. So you have to write all these songs. And then, then here's the thing. They front you all the money. When you, this, this is the craziest thing and you're, you're, you're going to go, what? When if you, one of your songs ever comes and gets picked up by somebody, that song pays off your salary first before you make any money on it. So if you get paid $60,000 to write songs for XYZ company, that's like a loan. And then once you write a song that gets picked up from Eric Church, who takes it number one, that salary, and it, let's say you take five years and you've written 60 songs. All your salary finally, gets paid off. Finally, one song gets picked up. Five years worth of salary has to be paid off oh first my God. until you start making money. So you almost don't but want one goes, to get picked up. If it goes up. big, I yeah, mean, if you go big, you go in big. In that but, scenario, three hundred grand's nothing. But that's probably... the reason why artists want co-writes, like you know John Party and all these big name people. Ninety-nine percent of their songs anymore, they have a hand in writing, even if. Even if they don't, and I'm not saying John or, you know, other people that um, have made it huge are doing this. There's sometimes people present them a song and they'll, I've heard stories that they'll go in and go, well, what if we change this to blue eyed instead of red eyed? Now they get writer's credit. And then they get some money. Then change, they get right? money out of it, even though they didn't write any of the song, basically. Hmm. They, they, for that, but as a songwriter. Let's just say, you know, Luke Combs wants one of your songs and he wants it, but he wants to change red to blue. You're going to do it because it's going to go off. Right. right. And you're going to probably get some money in other term, other ways that song's never getting heard. You know, mm. so you got to make your, your sacrifices there. But anyway, yeah. So I got, but I've been told this one song is maybe too country for. For the world today, for, for the world, for country music, <laughs> I got something I briefly want to touch on. It just hit me when I looked up at the wall. The epic 
ring hook game win streak that I went on <laughs> two nights before Christmas. I heard like four people say, well, oh, really good at that game. <laughs> the only one to beat me. F and Clay. I had to come in and shut two you out down. Of, two but... out of three. He won the first one. I won the second one. He won the third one. I had to take a double shot of Jack Daniels for that. But, <laughs> dude, that game was so fun. Clay it's made so... this thing. I'm sure you've all seen it. He didn't invent the thing, but he can make them. With the little balance <laughs> kind of beam looking deal with the two strings and, and rings on it. And you you swing them towards a hook on the base and you move yeah. a shot glass back and forth. I was dominating the entire party. Everybody. Made, everybody was going down to me. And then Clay comes in. And he did make it, so he probably had a little. <laughs> and he made me switch sides, too. Which I think he knew. But, God, that was fun. <laughs> did you, uh, how did all your wood gifts go? Awesome. Everyone loved them. How many of those that- games did you make? Four. I've got to make one more for Chance. Chance, Chance left Monday. He's got to take one back to Chico. He'll be the hit he of the wants, town. Yeah, he wants one of those. I didn't hear about that. Yeah, he wants one. He wants his. He has a group of players that have they, a. Um, yeah, they got they got a name. A string, text string together, and they call themselves. Yeah. The Susie Cakes. The Susie Cakes. So he wants me to, to engrave <laughs> Susie, Susie Cakes Cake. on top. Which is kind of funny because, you know, in the moment, <laughs> whatever it is, if you were a frat person or if you played college sports, you had your, but in the next year or two, those guys are going to be off in their own worlds and they're probably, you know what I mean? Yeah. That's not going to last. Nope. Right now, it's probably one of the cooler things other than being in school and playing baseball and all that, but the Susie Cakes is going to be broken up within the next year or yeah, two. Yeah, but he'll always have that <laughs> game to remind him of the Susie Cakes. Yeah, I guess so. Better than getting... The uh, charcuterie boards that I did for some friends, they said they're never going to use them and they're going to put them up on the wall. Ooh, that's a nice compliment. <laughs> like, well, that doesn't... I guess that means that you, you like You want to get them but... broke in a little bit, yeah. don't you? Yeah, that game was cool and fun. I suppose you want one. Well, well I, I want wanna... I want one at every party I go to. I don't know if I want to transport <laughs> it everywhere. That one's staying here, huh? That was Chad's. You yeah. gave him, right? Yeah. I'll just dominate on that one. <laughs> if uh, if Clay goes to Oklahoma this weekend, what are we gonna do? I guess it depends on the how much snow. There yeah, is how much you can get snow around. happens and all that stuff, but. Could go do a little duck hunting, a little local duck hunting. Could go. I was hunting. thinking the duck hunting might not be bad, just because as long as it stays cold, it, the yeah, river the won't river. be crazy. But once it starts warming up, the river, I, I would think, river. Oh, the river's so high right now. Never mind. So blown out. It's already oh, so it blown already out. Is, so. Yeah. Oh, it was. Oh, yeah, it was okay. flooding. Oh, yeah, we so wouldn't we, have the dog anyway. So I guess we'd be. Yeah, we're, I guess we're with, the, with, the, with the with the banks up that high, you wouldn't want to do it anyway. It'd no. be very unsafe. I I didn't even think about that. Yeah, coyote hunting. Yeah, and so I guess unless it gets super cold and it chills out, but I did notice downtown it's deep. Hmm. Okay. Well, the coyote hunting's not going to be great. Not <laughs> not that it's not going to be great, but getting around isn't going to be great. I don't know. I'll have to man, see. I, We're I, supposed I, to get another foot of snow. Both sides of it, like they got to eat, man. Yeah, like, but if you can't get out to them, you want to get a snowmobile? No, if you can get out to them, you would think <laughs> you would think that it would be put on some good. put on some. Uh, Snowshoes and walk everywhere. Well, you just but... hunt them off the side of you know walk right off walk off the Red main road. Red Hawk Golf Course and Overwhites. Dude. <laughs> yeah. Okay, I'm looking at Denver. It's clear when I'm flying. Oklahoma City's clear when I'm flying, so I should be able to get there Friday. Well, what about here? But here, I'm looking. Oh, you're good. It's Wednesday, Thursday is snow. 
Yep. Friday's partially And cloudy. Saturday's, look at that, Saturday, Sunday, Monday, Tuesday have a chance of yeah. snow here. Yeah, it's stormy for the next week. So it's going to be, it's supposed to snow two inches, three inches this weekend. So you guys will be out in the snow if you do go. Either that or we'll just go out and shoot, I guess. <laughs> go, shoot the, go shoot the cigs in the snow. Mm-hmm. Go light out fireworks. We'll get into something. Uh, we'll wrap this up here right here, and we'll wait to hear back from Clay on his duck hunt. Could possibly be the next shred of uh, hunting-related information you'll get from us. Could be another coyote hunt this weekend if if we can get around. Um, yeah, thanks for joining us. Go out and get a Sig Sour. Get some Jack Link's jerky. I would like to bash on Southwest and say don't fly with them. But like I said, they gave me my money back, so I'm, they had I'm to. upset that I didn't get to go on the trip, but they made it right by giving me a full refund of my card when they could have given me flight credit, which I would have hated. Um, and, yeah, do good in business. We touched on that, too. <laughs> if someone's deserved a refund, give it to them. If you get an extra box of cigars, go pay for it. <laughs> See you next week. That's all you're getting today, folks. I'm out. Just seems the whole damn world has changed right before my eyes.